Happy New Year, friend. Happy 2024. Can you believe it is actually 2024? I'm still in a little bit of disbelief. It's actually nearly been a year since I have not worked for someone else except myself. And that is a very scary thought to think about that nearly a year has gone. And yes, the Lord is good. The Lord is amazing. And I hope and I know that this year will be a super blessed year for you. And if you haven't done so already, please go and listen to episode 40, where I prayed for you, for all the things that God pressed on my heart to pray about for you, specifically the listener of this podcast. Let's start the year as well, this new year with prayer. Lord, I pray that you will bless each and every listener here. Open their hearts and open their minds to what it is that you would like them to know. Give them wisdom and give them the knowledge on how to achieve these goals or their goals specifically this year. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let's talk about organizational values or company values. What are your organization's values? What message do they communicate? And do staff know this message? Let's discuss. As Christian women in leadership, we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith-based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rekha Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith in Leadership podcast. Together, we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy, and let's jumpstart your leadership. On a piece of paper or on your phone, that's fine with me as well, write down your organization's values. And if you don't know them, pause me now, go to your organization's website and go and look them up because they should be on the website. There are actually a top 20 values list that organizations hold today. And yeah, top 20, meaning that a lot of organizations have adopted these values. But my biggest question always is, and I'll give you the top 20 now, but the biggest question is, it's great that you say that these are your values, but do you actually live them out? Do these organizations actually live them out? If I was going to go and work there, and I find that one of the values is integrity, am I going to find that in the organization? And it's interesting because the number one top value that organizations in this day and age hold is integrity. Number one, integrity. And yes, it's great to have that value, but if that value is not embodied, it's not actually used, and people do not have integrity, 
practice behavior in an organization, then that value actually means nothing. And that, that might be tough to hear for some, but that's okay. Let's see what are the other 19 values. So number two is accountability, three, humility, four, respect, five, teamwork, six, diversity, seven, curiosity, eight, leadership, nine, courage, 10, honesty, 11, collaboration, 12, creativity, 13, innovation, 14, passion, 15, simplicity, 16, operating ethically, 17, commitment, 18, constant improvement, 19, democracy, and 20, inclusion. That was a long list. I apologize. I didn't realize it was going to take me that long to read through it. <laughs> okay, so for an organization's value, whichever one of those your organization have chosen, highly likely that one of those top 20 will have been in your organization's value. But the real question is, and for those values to be true, it actually needs to be embodied by every single person working there, from the top person, the CEO, the board of directors, to right down, if you think about it as a hierarchy, every single person in the organization needs to embody that value for it to actually have true meaning. And organizations will quite often choose values because they sound nice or because they, they, they think... A founder usually chooses values because that's what they want the organization to be. However, it all boils down to the people who ultimately work in that organization, the people who the organization ultimately employ. Because it's such a gamble every single time when you employ someone, you are taking the risk of employing this person hoping and praying that they'll embody the values of your organization. And I think that, my, in my personal opinion, is that if the values are clearly communicated from the interview process and you don't feel as if that prospective candidate or your HR doesn't feel as if that prospective candidate meets up with those values or if they do then we should base our decisions on that knowledge is great skill is great education is great 100% not discrediting any of that but a question surrounding the values of the organization must be included in your interview process absolutely you need to know what is somebody's stance on integrity what is somebody's stance on accountability? Somebody's stance on humility? And you don't have to ask that question outright. You can give them a scenario. If, if it's operating ethically, give them a scenario. Let them say to you, explain to you what they'll do in that situation. And yeah, scenario questions are really great for interviews, especially when it comes to you really finding out about that person. And, you know, for every single person to embody the values of your organization or of the organization, they need to actually truly understand what each value means. Because 
when the founder of the organization chose, let's say, respect, well, what does respect look to them and what does respect look to me? Again, it's the same as common sense, you know, what's common sense to me is not common sense to you because of the way we grew up. Respect in some cultures might be females bowing down to males. That might be respect in their culture or in their belief. To another person, respect might mean we're all equal. And in this organization, females are as equal as male. So does every single person in your organization understand what that value means? Does integrity mean the same thing to person A than what it does to person B than what it does to person C? So my point being is that for every single person to embody the value, each and every value of the organization, they need to actually understand what it means. What does it mean to the organization? What does it mean to them as an individual? And how are they going to be expected to embody that value? Why were these values chosen in the first place? Have these values changed over the years and why? And what's the value behind these values? So there was a couple of questions. Please feel free to rewind and go back. But for every single person in your team, they need to understand these values. If you don't even understand them, go and sit with your line manager. If your line manager doesn't know why were these values chosen and what does each value mean and how to act out each value, then they need to go to their line manager, which might potentially be the CEO. So, yeah, it's really just crucial that we all are on the same page of what does this actually mean. Think about when you joined the organization. How did you find out about these values? Was it clearly communicated to you? Do people speak about it often? Are there strategic decisions based that are based on these values? Or are these values just some dusty words on a banner or a logo that you have to beg, borrow, and steal to get to know what the company's values are? Actually, the fact of the matter is that no one know, if no one knows the values, how can the organization be known for these values and trusted by their customers to live out these values? Often organizations fail to communicate their values to their employees because it's just simply not part of the induction process and then employees don't know where the boundary line is uh, and because they don't know that, they'll cross it. There was this example that I heard once about children playing in a playground. They did two tests. One where children played in a playground that had a boundary surrounding it, like a fence, and they did an experiment to see if other children played in the playground without the fence, what would they do? And the children that had no fence obviously went to go and play outside of the boundary line because there were no boundaries. Whereas the other children didn't even climb the fence, they just stayed within the boundary of the climbing frame or the, the little park that was there. So let's use an example. If the value of the organization is accountability, but there are absolutely no, no accountability processes, no procedures, no mechanisms, no strategies in place, 
for keeping employees accountable, then employees will push the boundaries because they know that they won't be held accountable. Another example is if the value of the organization is to operate ethically, but leaders are constantly showing unethical behavior, scamming customers, and just really just their behavior is appalling, then employees will push the boundaries because they know that they don't have to behave ethically themselves. Yes, it is true that we can hold personal values and stand up for unethical behavior and have integrity ourselves. But if the whole business is running unethically, you'll have a really, really, really hard time working there. You'll probably end up leaving and ensure that the next organization you work for does in fact act ethically. It's the same as when I was working for an organization where gossip was tolerated. When I moved on to different employment, I needed to make sure that gossip was not tolerated there. And interestingly enough, I got told that it wasn't tolerated. But when I started there, gossip had run amok already. So the question is, does your organization's value mean anything to employees? If not, what needs to change? What influence can you have on those at the top? Please, by all means, go and listen to episode 39 as I shared ways that you can influence up. What solutions will you offer? So I've, I've asked multiple questions in this podcast episode and I'll make sure that I pop them in the description for you in case you missed any of them because there were quite a lot to reflect on there. And sometimes you're not in a position to make any changes to the organization's values. But that doesn't mean that you can't have an influence. That doesn't mean that that you can't start changing your department for your team, helping your team understand those values and start behaving according to those values yourself, but also your team. Lots to think about there. And if you need any support, by all means, send me an email, support at rickawillen.com or connect with me in the Facebook community, Women of Faith in Leadership community. Okay, so this year, very, very exciting. I am launching a brand new program. This is a big year for me. This is a big year for the show. It's a big year for my business. I'm launching my brand new book this year. I still don't have a date. Thank you for those who are on my launch team. I still do not have a date. (laughs) Fingers crossed very soon. I'm launching a brand new program that goes along with the book. That's even more exciting. And then I'll be digging deeper this year, in particular surrounding the issue of workplace gossip. That's where I feel where I need to focus on for 2024. I feel that I'm on a mission to create awareness surrounding the detrimental effects of workplace gossip and all the topics that go surrounding that. So, if you'd like to invite me to have a chat with your team, if you'd like me to send you a pre-recording that you can play to your team, even if it's a quick five-minute message, anything, I am just up for creating awareness. That's what I want to do. It's my mission for 2024. And then launching this brand new program surrounding workplace gossip. So, big things coming please make sure that you subscribe to my mailing list because everybody who's on my email list will get to know everything first. That's the perk of being on the mailing list. 
So if you're not on the mailing list yet, please go to womenoffaithinleadership.com. You can scroll down. It's literally a one-page website. It doesn't actually take you. It does take you to a different place if you click on a link, but it's actually a one-pager. So you can literally scroll down and find everything there. Purposefully made it like that. Just make it easy and simple. You don't have to click 20 clicks to get somewhere. So you just go to womenoffaithinleadership.com, scroll down to where it says subscribe. You're going to click on that link. It will then take you to a separate page where you can put in your name, your, your, your first and your last name, and your email address. And I promise I won't spam you. Legit, anybody who has subscribed to my mailing list already can tell you that I've not spammed um, them at all. And yes, you guys will be the first to know, and I can't wait to share this amazing year with you. 2024 is going to be legend. Yes, legend. I am saying and I'm proclaiming it in the name of Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> okay, so next week, really, really, really amazing episode coming up. I have actually got a guest on my show next week. So please stay tuned. I have got another amazing guest for you. Uh, a lady who is just supercharged. I have I've gotten to know her through the podcasting world. She's a woman of faith in leadership, and she will be sharing amazing, 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 amazing leadership knowledge and aspects with you next week. So please stay tuned for that. The episode will be going live on Monday, and you do absolutely not want to miss it. All right, cheers for now, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review. Your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when I read it. And it makes me want to keep going. So please leave a review and your review will also help other Christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for. So whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review. Then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community and I look forward to engaging with you there.